You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. It's your boy, Steve. Once again, for, for Cyber Time Bite, episode 80. Seven. 87 episodes. I am so close to 90. Now, the person I have on today, um, you're going to remember because I am on before and he was pretty awesome. Um, he, uh, you, as you know, he, um, he, he collects arcade stuff he he doesn't make arcade stuff but he buys parts to make arcade stuff and like not really mod them or anything but um he makes it really cool and stuff the last time he was on this podcast was episode 32 and now we're at 87 i had to to be honest i'm gonna be honest with all of you talking to you right now i had to legitimately look this up while I'm talking right now. Like, I literally looked it up at this moment while I was talking, looking at that fact. But yeah. Quite a leap. He hasn't been on for some time. Um, so. Uh, so today, I'm, I'm, I'm with, uh, I'm with Moomert1 again. And let me, and I want to do this because I never, ever, I was never able to do this before. Welcome to, like, welcome to my latest podcast. Thank you very much. Now, now, now you can say that someone tribute your intro for you. And it was me. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. No problem. So, you're, so just to be fact, the last time you were on the podcast was February 6th of last year. <laughs> and do you know what? Yeah, and funny enough, it's February right now. It's February 15th. Yeah. <laughs> So almost a little over a year. Yeah, so I've known you for a year at this point. So, <laughs> all right. So I got. So it started off, man. Your channel, your channel was rising, and then it fell, and then it rose again. What happened? Well, uh, late last year, you know, I was uploading as much as I could, and uh, it had to all do with the COPPA situation, and. Because there was still a huge gray area, and many people, you know, didn't know what they were going to do, including myself, I decided to upload as much as I could, and then pretty much just shut off my channel just to be safe. And um, what made to go like I'm re- what, what made you make the decision that I'm going to re-upload all of it again? Well, one, I still had a bunch of uh, material left over, and the other reason is. Uh, you know, I continue to do a lot of, uh, I don't want to say investigating, but uh, homework, trying to see, wh- you know, just what would happen, who's affected. And right now, I'm, you know, I'm still in the 50-50 area, but I think it's, you know, I felt it was safe stuff again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I am a smaller channel, and I've seen the impact that it's had on some bigger channels. So I'm hoping that, you know, if anything does happen, it's going to affect those big guys who can, you know, 
probably actually stick up for everyone and, and fight back and try and get some things changed. Yeah, because if, because if my if my personal YouTube channel and the Cyber Time Byte YouTube channel and the Cyber Time Byte Network um, YouTube channel can all stay alive when you were dead for a little while, I think you're just going to be just fine. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. I mean, you never know nowadays, but uh, that, that's the best we could hope for. So, um, I don't think we really talked about this in la- the last time we talked, and that was your your crazy obsession for Disney. Um, so, from your videos, as I could tell, Disney this, Disney that, Disney everything. <laughs> tell us, what, why are you such a big Disney fan in like, where did it come from? Why did you start collecting all this stuff for it? Like, how did Disney become such a huge part of your life? Hmm. You know, that, that I really don't even know myself. I've always enjoyed Disney as a child. I may have went to Disneyland maybe two, three times. Um, I think uh, I can remember... Back in the day, some, when the Disney Channel was out, your cable company sometimes would give you the Disney Channel a, you know, for free for like a week. And I can remember those times. I, I was just became enthralled with everything Disney. And then, you know, as an adult, you got money, you could do what you want, go to Disneyland uh, as much as you want. And I just, uh, you know, I don't want to say became infatuated, but, uh, you know, it. it became a, a greater deal to me. And so pretty much anything Disney, anything from the very beginnings to the latest stuff, I really enjoy. Is there, is there something that Disney made that you don't necessarily enjoy? Um, I haven't really thought about it. Because I really like Big Hero 6. That's probably, besides Toy Story, Big Hero 6 has got to be my favorite Disney film made. Probably my my favorite of all time would probably be The Lion King. Ah, uh, The Lion King. Everyone's favorite wake-up alarm. <laughs> <laughs> so don't lie. Is that your alarm every morning? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> it, it would certainly wake you up. <laughs> that is true. So- but I can't for the world... Uh, remember much about playing them. I know I did rent them. I can't even remember if I enjoyed them. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure down the line you'll play them again and be like, I'm a huge Disney freak, so this is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will eventually. You never know. So, um, can you tell us the meaning behind, well, you probably explain it, and it probably am. This is probably flying over my head right now, but um, can you explain the meaning of what each of those lanyards hanging on your wall mean again? So those are just uh, lanyards. The, the lanyard itself is uh, just a nice little holder for the Disney tickets or the annual passes, but you also got pins that you can collect. And so every time I go to Disneyland, I try and collect uh, one or two pins and I just attach them to the lanyard. And each year, I'll start a new one. So, like, like, do you, like, do they just give it to you as a memento, or do you just gotta find them, or how how you get them? 
I know you you got to buy them. I mean, the, there's no free stuff in at Disneyland. Every everything's got to going to cost you. The pins themselves will cost you anywhere between eight and twelve bucks. Saving is a little pricey for a pin. <laughs> well, there's a variety of designs. For some people, it's worth it. For some, it's not. It's weird if you ever go to Disneyland, you look in the little corners, uh, you know, within the the park, and you'll see people who, who basically have set up shop right there in Disneyland, trying to sell uh, their sell or trade their pens that they've been collecting for a lifetime. It is a small world after all for the budget. Yeah. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I've never been to Disney myself. Downtown Disney. Uh, well, in downtown Disney, there's a variety of stores and um, places to eat. Um, it's not like a, a mall type store. It's more of just like a well, probably, probably everything is outdoors. So they'll have like a, a, a clothing store for women that sells nothing but handbags and dresses of Disney characters. Um, there's a Starbucks there. Of course, there's a Starbucks everywhere. And, it, it, you know, it's not the greatest stuff to, to buy, at least, you know, for a guy. I think it's more geared towards women because uh, there's makeup stores there. There's, I think there's a jewelry shop there. Um but if you go at night, uh, there's usually a live band playing, so that's that can be interesting. Because I, because um, I never been to Disney World. You probably had, but um, but like I, I never been to Disney World. But I hear at Disney World in their downtown Disney, they have a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> do they have Do they have one at Disneyland in their thing? Uh, not that I've seen. I mean, have you been to Disney World? I know, but that is one of my uh, something on my bucket list. Does um because I because from what I hear, this is what I heard for my whole life is that Disneyland's smaller than Disney World. Yeah, I think for Disney World, you could be there a week and still not you know go and do everything. That that's that's uh that's what I hear anyways. Are you saying Disneyland, you can be there for a day and just have seen everything? Uh, if you're if you're really uh, time conscious, you probably could. Uh, me and my wife, we'll, we'll go there, you know. We have annual passes, so sometimes we'll just go there, eat, do a couple rides, and then, you know, head out. And it's no big deal. How about uh, Universal? Do you like Universal? Uh, never been to there. I'd probably uh, visit if I if I got like uh, cheap tickets. Yeah, that's where I want to go. I want to go to Universal. Universal is my jam. <laughs> <laughs> um, not saying I want to go. Not saying I wouldn't visit Disney. I I would want to, but I would like to go to Universal first if that's okay. <laughs> uh, but um. Funny, you know, funny, you know, since we're talking about Disney, um, as you know, Fox owns Disney, or Disney owns Fox now. Yeah. And get this. This podcast, right here, right now, could possibly, quite possibly, be owned by Fox. Interesting. It's because, it's because I'm, I'm worked under a deal now. With uh, I mean, I'm not worked under a deal, but I'm 
I I uh, I talked to this guy who has contacts with Fox, who are where Fox is looking for shows for one of their networks, and and if Fox likes my stuff, I will freaking be like. Uh, I'll, I'll freaking like be on one of their networks and even be part of their team. So quite possibly, I'll be working for Fox. Very nice. Which means I'll be owned by Disney, which means I'll become a Disney product. <laughs> <laughs> so, be, so be prepared to find cyber time bite pins for your next lanyard in the near future. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but uh, real quickly, I gotta say is, uh, but if you but if you don't wait that long, which I'm pretty sure you don't, make sure to buy my merchandise, man, at Redbubble.com, where you can buy the sport T-shirt, and it's and it's not free, but not as pricey as you would have got at Disney. Doing <laughs> <laughs> no. some promotion. Yeah, no, because I legit have my own merch for the podcast. If you are generally interested in having it, but um. <laughs> No, um, so I saw your video of the popcorn thing. The was that the Fel- Millennium the, Falcon popcorn thing? Yeah, Millennium Falcon. So, like, do you just open up the thing in the in the bucket? Just sits on the inside. Um, you mean the popcorn? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like your popcorn bucket. You just you just open up the the doors on top of the Millennium Falcon. You just place your bucket in there and you hold it like that. Well, that's the way you know it's supposed to work. I I actually got it and I'm using it as a mount or as a topper for the arcade one up. That was that was the whole intention uh, for me to purchase it in the first place. But did I mean like where did where do you had to buy that at the at the park? Like where at the park did you had to buy that? So that one is in. Uh, in order to get that one, you have to go into Tomorrowland. And it's more towards the back, uh, past the Star Tours uh, attraction. And there's a little popcorn stand, and look for the long line, and chances are that's it. Gee, <laughs> like, gee, I wonder, I wonder what tomorrow looks like. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, um, you guys have, you guys have that giant Star Wars thing too, right, with the giant Millennium Falcon outside the ride. Uh, yeah, that's in uh, the Star Wars land. Yeah, do you, um, wait, is Tomorrowland and Star Wars land two different things? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So in 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 Tomorrowland, there's um the the original Star Tours ride, and then in Star Wars land, it's it's like being in a Star Wars movie with the way they have it uh, laid out. <laughs> you, you you could be a Jedi today or not. <laughs> Whatever you prefer. <laughs> exactly. And I, I think Star Wars Land is geared more towards uh, this latest trilogy. Yeah. Whereas in Tomorrowland, uh, for the Star Wars stuff, it's geared towards more the original trilogy. I mean, like, it so- sounds neat. It sounds pretty cool. Um. But um. What. I, if I say what you like most about Disney, you're probably gonna say everything. But like, what, what, um, what, what is the, what, what is the, what is the, uh, what, what am I saying? I think it's initiative. But 
yeah, I think it's initiative. What's that thing that makes you keep going to Disney? Like what? Like what? What's that thing that's that's always driving you to keep going? That 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 makes you that doesn't make you think, oh, I've been here already like five times before. Why 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 should I go six times or thing? Well, it's probably the fact that uh, when we go there, me and my wife, it's usually just us. Um, you know, it's, it, for us, it's the place where we can just not have to worry about work, not have to worry about bills, just leave life behind, go there and just enjoy ourselves. And yeah, it's not free. It, you know, a bottle of water is almost five bucks, oh, but you know, we just go sit, people watch if we want to get some uh, pretty good food, ride some attractions, um, you know. The, the 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 nostalgia of uh, yesteryear and even seeing little kids and their eyes light up as they see Mickey Mouse walk by. So for us, it's just a place where we can just go and have fun and leave worries behind. That really, that really, that really does sound like a really like a like a like a really uh, good time, honestly. If I'm honest. yeah. Um, do you, um, um, have, have you ever wanted, like, like, have you ever wanted to go to, like, Six Flags or Cedar Point or something like that? Uh, yeah, I've been to Six Flags a couple times. I'm really not a roller coaster type person. Uh, that's another reason why I like Disneyland. It, it's not really roller coasters. It's more rides. Yeah, Whereas like, roller coasters are, are, are fast and, you know, get your heart pumping. And these are just sit back, relax, enjoy the scenery type things. Oh, isn't Space Mountain a roller coaster? That is true. And I only go on there um, in the last 10 years, maybe twice. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's just like, that's basically Ric Flair, Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of speaking of Ric Flair, you're a wrestling fan. Uh, I used to be. I haven't watched any wrestling programs in probably ooh, eight nine years. I forget if I I forget if I I feel like I asked you that last time, and I forget if I did. But I'm sorry if I if, if I did. I'm repeating the question. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm a huge fan, and I and I know for a fact in, in Disney World. Um, when WCW was still in business, they did they did Nitro down there in Disney in Disney one year. I think it was like ninety seven, ninety six. I think. Yeah, that's that actually sounds about right. I remember those years. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they 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 did a Monday Nitro at Disney World one time, and I was just like, "That's interesting." <laughs> <laughs> but then again, they 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 set up the ring in front in the middle of a pool, so. Yeah, good figure. So, um, <clears throat> what, uh, what, uh, what games have you been playing recently? And what arcade games do you wish you had right now? Uh, let's see. Well, today I actually just finished uh, a round of um, Golden Axe Revenge of Death Adder. It's one of my favorite games. Um, obviously, I love playing uh, Super Turbo, my favorite arcade game of all time. Uh, if I was to say, what do I wish I had? 
it's kind of a tough one. Um, probably another racer. Like what? Like cruising? Maybe like a, a cruising or maybe a rush the rock. Um, even, uh, even the, there's a, a Mario Kart arcade game, I believe. Even something like that. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be cool. I um, I like cruising. No, I I know there's Mar- the Mario Kart one's fun, but I love I love cruising, man. Cruising's really fun. <laughs> yeah, I had a cruising world many years ago. Played it, enjoyed it, and ended up selling it. Someone made me a, a pretty good deal on that. Um, but yeah, out here used arcades are just getting astronomically high and it's it's not um it doesn't make sense for me to buy something try and fix it up sell it and then lose money on it well you well you gotta remember you live in california and california is expensive (laughs) that is very true and i'm pretty and i'm pretty sure and i'm pretty sure the and let's just be honest. I'm pretty sure what you pay for your house is what you can is what you can like you can afford a mansion here in Illinois. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, it's 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 laughable what we pay here to what we could get elsewhere. So yeah, yeah. So well, what okay. we have here, you could probably get a nice, like you said, a mansion and a big chunk of land. Yeah, in in Illinois, with the price you probably pay for your house there. <laughs> yeah, and and I and I live and I live in a and I live in a normal size house with a big with a with a with a semi chunk of land. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I don't live. I don't have like a big chunk of land. I just have a really good, decently sized backyard and front yard. But <laughs> yeah. Um. To, um. So, uh, what's my call? How um? How was your Valentine's Day? How'd that go? <laughs> uh, pretty good. You know, just we went out to eat. Went to uh, one of our favorite restaurants. That's good. Did uh? Did did do you guys like watch like the most romantic movie of the day or whatever? <laughs> None, uh, none, of, none of that. We went out to a nice dinner, came back, because unfortunately we had to work the next day. Or, um, um, yeah, my wife actually had to get up uh, early and go into work in the morning. But uh. what you what you do is a job. Me, I'm uh, I'm involved in aerospace. Aerospace. Yeah. Is that so? I'm I'm. The- what is it? Yeah, yeah, what is it? Aerospace is anything that has to do with the government and um, in terms of airplanes, rockets, stuff like that. Um, Boeing, Sikorsky, uh, these are the owners of uh, the, the planes that move people around. That's crazy. That must be a tough job. Yeah, well, there, there's a lot of any company that's involved in aerospace. There's a lot of certif or not not a lot of certifications. There's certifications that you need. There's rules you need to abide by. Um, 
just to give you an example, uh, there's a, there's certain aspects that if you lie on a report, you can be arrested by the government. Holy crap! Because you're, you're anything we build, it's you know directly affecting people's lives. That that is that is nuts. You're that's like a job you have to be on your toes with, or else you're losing your whole freaking life. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you make something that goes up into an airplane that's moving. 300 people across the Pacific definitely want to make sure it doesn't fail. Or, um, or I'm guessing you're a fan of Aerosmith then? Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of Aerosmith. Love them. Because, because you, because you do aerospace, so you gotta love Aerosmith, right? (laughs) Uh, You know, they actually had an Aerosmith uh, pinball machine. Thought about getting it, but uh, decided to hold off. Oh, speaking of, oh, speaking of their pinball machine, do you know they have their own arcade game? Uh, I remember they had Revolution X. Yeah, that yeah, that was their arcade game. <laughs> they were that they were that popular. <laughs> um, Iron Man had their own. It wasn't an arcade. It wasn't in the arcades, but it was for the computer. But they had their own shooter too at one point. And coincidentally, Iron Maiden actually has their own pinball machine. Yeah, now yeah, now they do. <laughs> yeah. And they have their own comic book now. And it's just like they're they're popular as heck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but your favorite band is actually Guns N' Roses, right? That's correct. And they have a pinball machine, I know that for a fact. Uh yeah, they had a pinball machine that came back that came out, I believe, in the early nineties. And there's rumored to be a new pinball machine coming out. They never got their own arcade game or anything like that, right? No, no. Yeah, they never got that popular. <laughs> but but one but one band that did get that one band that did get that popular was uh was Van Halen, and they got their own they got their own freaking Guitar Hero. <laughs> yep, I remember that. Did you play that? Uh, that particular one, no. I do remember playing uh, Guitar Hero. Oh, man. Guitar Hero is my jam, man. I mean, I have every single game they have ever made. Like, seriously. (laughs) It was my jam. That's my jam. (laughs) Um. uh, Um. are, Are you into, are you into, like, Xbox One, PS4? Are you more old school? Um, probably right now I'm a little more old school. Some of the newer stuff I really don't play that much anymore. Um, I actually was playing uh, Super Turbo on PS4 online. Um, I'm probably going to play the new uh, Doom that's coming out uh, next month. Yeah. But um, r- right now I, I do enjoy, I, I, in fact, I think the greatest system of all time is uh, the Super Nintendo. That's That's my childhood, man. Super Nintendo is my childhood. <laughs> right now, um, I actually have a console, a retro console that I do play a lot, and that's uh, the PC Engine Duo. And that was the Japanese version of uh, the Turbo Duo. Do you have Do you have American Turbo graphics? Uh, no, but I can play those on the the PC Engine Duo that I do have. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um. Do you, do you have anything Neo Geo related at all anymore? 
I, I have a couple carts uh, that, that I kept as well as a, a multi um, bootleg board. But uh, yeah, Neo Geo, there's some games I really, really enjoy on those. So like you don't have like a, a CD, like Neo Geo CD or Pocket or anything like that? Uh, those, no. I'm surprised. <laughs> how about you be like, I have the arcade cabinet, let's just go all the way at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, are the cartridges um, the arcade cartridges or are they the home cartridges? Uh, they're the arcade cartridges. The, the home cartridges uh, go for a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. They were like, weren't they like $200, $50 at the lowest back then? Oh, man, when those when those uh, home cartridges back in the day, when those were um, coming out at the few stores you could find them, I think the lowest you could find one would be like 150 I thought it was like $50 at the lowest and like some crazy amount at the highest. <laughs> uh, you, you could find one for like 150 that that was good. Of course, that also meant it probably wasn't a very good game. Yeah, it's... It's it's crazy. It's crazy for the people who actually owned who bought it back then and were crazy enough to clutch for it back then. Yeah. You you had to be like you had to be the queen of England for you to own that thing. Yeah, because one game costs just as much as a you know a new console. So, so uh, Super Nintendo, you said you have and you love that thing. Do you have Super Bowling for it? Uh, no, I don't. That game is really good. I remember playing that game growing up. That game was really fun. Probably, uh, see, one of my favorite games for the Super Nintendo, um, Act Razor. I don't know if you ever heard of that one. What's it called? Act Razor. Act Razor? Yes. Yeah, never It was made, it. made by, uh, Square Enix back in the day. So, it's, it's a half rpg type game and half platformer i i used to have so many games for it growing up but since but when my original one broke um we got rid of the games with it and so i i got another one like years ago like i got like a new one years ago and i only have very few of the games i grew up on and i bought a couple of others i didn't grow up on because i thought they looked interesting the games i grew up on were like the original star fox uh super mario world this one you're gonna find surprising but batman returns or batman forever (laughs) (laughs) everyone hates everyone hates it but i like it because i grew up on it (laughs) super mario world is definitely one of my favorites um I I was lucky enough uh, that my grandparents lived next to a little mom and pop import game store, so I got to look at some of the import games that most uh, U.S. audiences never got to see, oh, and that was a trip. Yeah, they, they they sold the Japanese stuff there. Yeah, and the the owners were really cool. They they um f- for example, Famicom games. You couldn't play on the American Super Nintendo unless you had an adapter or unless you modified um, your Super Nintendo so that the cartridge would actually fit inside. And the, the owners of the shop, they were like, yeah, I'll sell you an adapter or just bring us your Super Nintendo. We'll modify it for free. 
And is that what you did? Uh, yep. And the re- the reason I did that is because I was able to I actually bought uh, Street Fighter Two for the Famicom, which at the time came out probably I'd imagine six months to a year before U.S. audiences got it. But how were you? But when you were little, though, how were you understanding the menus and all that stuff? I'm pretty sure they were all in Japanese. Um, actually, uh, they weren't. Uh, you'd be surprised. A lot of stuff was in English. And then a lot of stuff you really didn't even need to understand the menus. Like you know, you you, fig- you would figure it out you know as you as you progress. What what was your thoughts on Neo Geo games being on like the Super Nintendo and the Genesis? Because as you know, Fatal Fury and Earth Fighting had their time on non Neo Geo consoles back in those days. And what you thought of those ports? I can remember playing them and, and thinking, hey, these are pretty good. Um, I think at the time I didn't realize just what the big deal of the Neo Geo was. And until I, you know, years go by and you look and you see, you, actually, you can actually see the difference between a home port of a game and an arcade perfect port of a game. And, you know, as a child, you may not care too much. In fact, uh, using... Um, Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo. Back then, I'm probably sh- pretty sure I thought it was arcade perfect, and now you, you know I can easily see the flaws that it has. And so, when you have Neo Geo games on other uh, consoles, I, I do remember thinking, why buy a Neo Geo and spend three hundred dollars for this game when you can get it for fifty bucks on your Super Nintendo? Well, if you really think about it. Uh... I know, no, the Neo Geo originally, now, the Neo Geo, like, you know, originally, originally, was an arcade machine, but they had their home console, and so technically when those games were put on the, on the Genesis and their Super Nintendo, it was technically a home console game going for cheap on those consoles, so people didn't have to pay those higher prices. Yeah. So, technically. <laughs> But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Neo Geo definitely has its place. It really does. I never owned one. I had the Neo Geo Mini, because I, because I can't own the real one for crap, but, <laughs> um, but if I did have the, I mean, with a job like yours, I'm pretty sure they pay you pretty well, so you were able to get a real Neo Geo, but I don't have a job that could, so I can't get a Neo Geo. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I got a little... Story, um, back when eBay uh, first started um, becoming popular, you know, in its infancy. Yeah. Actually, before it became popular, uh, one of the things uh, I would do is I, I realized the potential. So I would go to thrift stores or swap meets and find things I knew people would want. And I, you know, get them, turn them, turn around, sell them on eBay, uh, make some money. I was actually in a thrift store and I found... Neo Geo version of Magician Lord, complete in its casing, um, and I was astounded. I, I knew just what what it was and how much I could get for it, and it had a sticker price of like twenty nine dollars. And I went up to the front and I said, "Are you sure this price is right? This seems like a lot for a used video game." And they looked at it and they're like, "Oh yeah, that that's wrong. That's actually like nine ninety nine. Oh what? So 
Yeah. I was able to get it for like 10 bucks. Well, I and mean, I just put it on eBay and I think I sold it for like a, you know, 250 or you know, whatever insane price, but yeah. Wait, isn't isn't uh Magician Lord like like really cheap, like really cheap and inexpensive because it's the first Neo Geo game and plus it's the the worst, so it's really cheap. <laughs> No, Magician Lord, that can get you some major bucks. And so, did, were you, no, were you doing it because you were scamming people, or were you doing it because you knew how much it cost? Well, I, I, I knew, I knew it was a Neo Geo title, and I, at the time, I wasn't really into Neo Geo. Yeah. I didn't know too much about it, um, but I knew I could get some good money for it, and uh, you know, seeing that it was priced twenty nine dollars. You know, I, I thought, okay, if they say no, that's the price it is. I'm still going to get it. I'm still going to make a massive profit on it. But let's just try and see if I can get it for cheaper. And it worked. But like when you went to go, when you went to go sell it online, were you like, oh, I'm going to, were your attentions like, oh, I'm going to raise the price on this just so I can get lots of money off it? Or were you like, I know how much it costs. I'm going to resell it. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to resell it. And I knew that, you know, I think I probably started the bidding like at probably a hundred bucks or so, and instantly bids were coming in. I'm surprised you didn't want to keep it because, dude, you're in a thrift shop and you found a Neo Geo <laughs> game. Like, why would you want to sell that off? That's a rarity. <laughs> yeah, like I said, at the time, it just didn't appease me. I didn't care for it. But, um, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to see anything like that again. But if you do, you won't do the same. You won't make that same mistake again. I'm pr I'm probably thinking. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably. It'd be nice if I could find that again. <laughs> um, are you into? Are you into like, uh, old computers like Windows ninety five and all that stuff? Does that interest you? Uh, not really. Um, I do know that there are people who go for the older stuff. They're really hardcore. Um, I find it amusing, but at the same time, nostalgic because, you know, that's when computers, you know, really started to come into the, to the age of, uh, what we would, what we would know today. So people who are obsessed with windows 95, I totally get it. Cause I'm one of those guys, but I don't own one. <laughs> like I don't own an older, I don't own a Packard Bell with windows 95 and all that stuff on it, but I love them because that's where I grew <laughs> up on <laughs> And and I think this was this Windows 10 that we're on now is is pretty pretty much you know does the job and does what does what it needs to does. Yeah, I think I think for me my favorite was uh, Windows XP. That I was sad when or not sad I was pissed off when you we were forced to upgrade. But what are you gonna do? You know. Yeah, I mean I don't like Windows XP personally because. I don't know. It was it was weird. It was weird. I don't know. <laughs> that was a weird period. Um, <laughs> but but no, I mean on your Instagram, what is weird is that you upload a bunch of photos of like typical Craigslist ad, uh, blah 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 yeah. for a thousand dollars, and it's just a photo of like a really junk like. Wait, what what's your reasoning behind posting these photos of these really junky cabinets in these typical Craigslist ads? <laughs> so obviously it's it's all cynical. Um, but the point is, is that at least out here, um, 
there's a lot of people on Craigslist or, or whatever, you know, app that's available for selling items. And these people just think they have a gold mine, uh, whether it's arcades or pinballs. And they'll be asking these astronomical prices, and it's just ridiculous. And, you know, for arcades, you always hear the, you know, yep, it was working uh, when I put it in storage last month. And, you know, now, quote, unquote, it's probably just a fuse. And, you know, I could look at it and say, yeah, no, <laughs> that thing hasn't been working in 10 years. Or not working at all, because I, because the, the pictures you the pictures you see that you post, man, they're, like, like, they're not, like, they're not even near, like, they're just, they're just broken piles of what, it's like a, it's like a cabinet where it's, it's like there's dirt, there's dirt kicked on top of it with broken everything, and <laughs> there's no way of getting that thing back up and restored, but people want money off of it anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, the stuff I post on Instagram is all cynical and satire, but it's, based off of you know real experiences um and it's just um um what's that word um taking it a step further just you know for comedic purposes but yeah i mean I, there there are times where i would go and look a, look at a cab and you know i could easily tell that a rat or mice had been gnawing on the inside of it and you know tell that you know full of uh rat urine and these people just will not budge on the price. They think they have a gold mine. And, you know, five, six months later, they still haven't sold it. And they're still, you know, hoping that someone's going to pay these astronomical prices. See, um, I know that you post a lot of crappy looking cabs like that, that, that are like so crappy because they look, because they're designed so horribly. But yeah. have you ever looked at any of these in, in and see and see the glimmer of potential in any of them. <laughs> um, a lot of them, there's no hope. Um, some of them, you know, there there might be a glimmer of hope, but uh, yeah, a lot of the stuff is just it's just funny. I don't know what they were thinking, why why they even tried. Um, and then again, those same people are eventually going to put that on Craigslist and you know try and get. A thousand bucks for it, and it's not worth, you know, a hundred bucks. Well, when you really think about it, when you, I mean, like, if you really think about it, the originator to all those is the Pong, because Pong was basically pretty much a giant, elaborate wood grain yellow cab with a TV inside of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's like that's like all those crappy cabs you post, but that one's really nice, and everyone loves that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised Pong I mean I'm pretty sure you owned a Pong at one point but it cost you a penny a pretty penny to have so <laughs> nah, let's see it, it's amazing uh, some of the cabs that you actually do find some of them are just giant and they, they take up a lot of real estate and you know I can make fun of myself I posted some stuff that I had back in the day when I first start, you know, got started with arcades, and I look at it today, I'm like, I would never own that right now. I mean, like, I mean, like, do you, do you put the really big when you were collecting cabinets on the daily? Were you putting the really big ones in your garage for space? Um, I had some of the big ones that you know 
take up a good seven feet of space by four feet of space. I had those, you know, one of those in my living room. Holy crap. That's in crazy. fact, if you look, I think at my very first YouTube video, I have a huge giant uh, arcade cabinet. And if you look close enough, you can see that I took the monitor out, the authentic CRT monitor, and I replaced it with a giant computer monitor. That's crazy. So, you know, I, I can make fun of myself because that's where I came from. But nowadays, no. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your relationship with Luke Morse uh, these days? Uh, Luke, you know, I, he doesn't post as much as he used to. Um, when he does post something, it's I think he only posts like once every couple months. But I, I've been in contact with him uh, here and there, mostly just uh, about arcade stuff. Uh, sometimes if he can't find something on in Japan or he's looking for a certain board, uh, he'll he'll contact me and I'll tell him you know I'll keep my eyes out for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one time uh, he wanted uh, something purchased on uh, eBay. This, this was a couple years ago, and he just didn't have an account. And he asked me if I'd be willing to uh, do him a favor, and I said yeah, sure. And so I purchased it, and he gave me the money, and I sent it off to him. So, um, I mean, do you guys like? Do you guys still talk to this day? Um, n- very rarely. Um, like I said, just uh, might be a communication once, twice a year via email. Um, because I do have his his uh, home email address, but um, other than that, it's just mostly communication uh, as far as comments through YouTube. Do you have any connections with um with Classic Game Room, or is that only Luke? Or is that only with Luke Morse? Because I remember Luke Morse did something for Classic Game Room one time. I don't know if you did. Uh, yeah, I don't have any connection with Classic Game Room. Do you like their videos, though? Are you a fan of them? Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're pretty good. Um, I think uh, one person I miss who I think has abandoned YouTube uh, for a couple years was uh. I think his name was Your MK Arcade Source. And he was a guy who was just totally into the MK uh, cabinets, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I think he left YouTube. He hasn't posted a video in probably two years. And I think he actually uh, opened up his own arcade with someone. I've never heard of his channel, but that sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I never... Man, I, I always want to own... I, I think it would be really cool to own arcade cabinets, but, like, you know, I don't have that kind of money. I don't have... Even though I, ha- even though I live in a house with a basement, I freaking don't have the... T- I don't have, like, the... Like, there's, there's just so much involved that I can't do it. But... Yeah. But, um... That's that's why I would, if I were to do anything, I would go the arcade one-up route, because that they're small, they're tiny, supposedly they're lightweight, and all that. Um, yeah, well, they're, they're, you saw my uh, Star Wars one. I could literally tip it over with a pinky. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure it's more sturdy than that, but, you know. Um, <laughs> I I really want to get that. Supposedly, Golden Tea is getting re-released with, uh, with a bowling game on it, and that sounds really cool. Yeah, I've heard of that, or I saw uh, videos of it. Uh, it does look interesting. Um, you know, again, if I somehow manage to get a free one... <laughs> I would definitely get one because I am a, a Golden Tea fan. Um, and, but, uh, you know, who knows? 
Did you did you have a going tea cabinet during your time collecting cabinets? Uh, a, a dedicated cabinet, no. But I did have. Um, uh, I think it was Golden T ninety five and Golden T ninety eight. I think I had them both in one cabinet that I had built at one time. Would would you um would you want to have a dedicated cabinet or not your thing? Uh truthfully I wouldn't mind having a real authentic one. Um, but those things are huge. Um as far as an arcade one up one, like I said, if I was to get one really cheap and it's got good reviews, you know, I, I would prob- probably get it because uh, I do enjoy golden tea. I, I I see that um, now that you have one, your mind's like, it's not that bad. I can live with this. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, like for my Star Wars one, I'm actually still surprised. It's it's holding up, and the the yoke is actually pretty sturdy. Um, would I pay four hundred bucks for it? Personally, uh, no. Would I? Pay two hundred bucks for it, yes. Three hundred, eh, maybe. But um, you know, you never, you never know. Wheeling and dealing, hustling, might be able to get one ultra cheap and give it a, a go around for the golden tea. How long did it take you to build the thing, <laughs> the the arcade cabinet? <laughs> uh, they recommend two people. I built it by myself and it took a couple hours getting everything um, laid out reading the instructions, I think the hardest thing I had was mounting um, one side to the other. You get it halfway built, you get the front attached, you get the, the back attached, and then you're having to mount and, and attach the other side of the cabinet, and just nothing seemed to line up. And so that, that, that probably took a good 30 or 40 minutes just trying to figure out what was going on. Well, isn't, isn't the whole thing held together by wooden pegs? Uh, pegs and um, pretty much cheap uh, assembly screws. So basically, it's an it's IKEA furniture. Yeah, I would say it's IKEA. It's IKEA quality. You know, you tighten too hard, you might strip it. The um the marquee lights up on that thing, right? That yeah, that one it does. How does that work? Like like I like I've seen people build the regular one of so an outlet marquees, but how do you like? When you had the lit marquee like next in line to to be to be put in the build process of building the thing, how do you like how do you install the lit marquee part? Um, the marquee is is real simple. Um, I'll give the way they actually designed the inside of the cabinet. There's slots for everything to fit in. Everything fits nicely, so you really can't insert anything incorrectly. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just a real simple process. You. You're building one side of the cabinet. You lay it. You start installing stuff, and you know it's not really hard to assemble at all. It just can be time consuming. The um, is it easy to change the light bulb just in case the marquee light bulb burns out? That is going to be a no, because <laughs> from what I can remember, if if uh, you would need to replace the the bulb or the marquee itself, the the light. You would probably have to disassemble one side of the cabinet just so you could get access, and then you know do what you need to do, and then reassemble everything. What? There's like no back door on it. <laughs> um. Wait. Wait. Hold on. 
You know what? Yes, there is. I take that back. Yes, there is. I was trying to remember. There is a back door. Yeah, because they they can't screw you out that hard. <laughs> they they they, they can't, like they can't screw you out of making something a simple fix that hard to get to. <laughs> well, you never know when it comes to profits in any company. That's why the first uh, ones were so poorly designed. Well, yeah, I mean, when RK went up first, burst on the scene, they were just like, "Here it is. Enjoy it." If you like it, we'll improve upon it, and that's what they did. <laughs> well, it was funny because uh, when the Street Fighter Two one came out, uh, they had Justin Wong endorse it. Now I don't know if you know who that is. Um, you ever heard of him before? Justin Wong was it? Uh, wasn't he like the guy who like made the game? Uh, no, Justin Wong um, was he's an American. Um, professional video game player, mostly plays fighting games. Uh, he actually has his own YouTube channel. He is probably considered um, one of the best overall um, fighting game uh, professionals there is. He's been around for quite some time, and he endorsed it, and he was giving all these rave reviews for it. And this is a guy who goes to tournaments, and I'm thinking, man, they must have paid him a lot of money to say that because... Everything I've seen and heard, this piece, you know, this cabinet is crap. Well, now, but now they're saying that they're going to re-release. They're they're going to start re-release. Hold on, let me rephrase myself. Um, supposedly they're 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 re-releasing those first cabinets, but they improved on them, and now they have all lit marquees. Well, that'll be interesting to see. Let's hope. Let's hope they. Let's hope they go on their word. <laughs> um, but yeah, Arcade One Up has really worked on their game. Like they're, you know, they're releasing pinball now. They're releasing new games, like new games like NBA Jam and and Golden Axe and whatever. They're they're now releasing new countercades and little plug-in to your TV games that you. You know, like those plug-and-play things, but except RK went up branded and a giant playable joystick and in a and cocktail tables. Like RK went up, man, they're doing business. These guys are on their game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll give them credit. I, I think, I think um, the recent influx in real arcade hardware is probably going to be dying off soon as. You know, these people realize that buying an, an original arcade cabinet, it's not exactly the smartest thing to do. I mean, you think about it, nobody is making CRT monitors anymore. And if your monitor goes out, you either have to trash it or repair it yourself. There's hardly anybody who's repairing them. And, you know, it, it, it's not exactly the smartest thing to do. You, you got to have a passion for it. And some of the newer generation, um, they're not going to want to deal with that. So, you know, our arcade one ups a good, you know, something for them to go for. I think it's good that you know I'd rather have them buy that than buy an original cabinet, and you know, mess it up to try and make a a main machine or something. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think it is a good a good thing. So, I mean, but if but do you know, do you know how to fix a an arcade monitor 
if you had to, like, if you were to, like, like if your monitor burned out and, and like, you turn on the arcade machine, the screen was a turn on, do you know how to fix the monitor itself from the inside to make it work again? Yeah, well, it, it all depends on what the issue is. I've actually released a couple videos on my YouTube channel. Um, right now, they're probably about four or five, six years old of simple monitor fixes that someone could do. And, um, you know, there, there's there's more advanced stuff, which I won't even get into. And I'll just send the the, the needed parts to someone um, within the community who will repair it. But the videos that I made a while back, it was because if you had a monitor issue and you didn't know what to do, at that time, there were still people, um, arcade techs that you can find, but they would charge you 150 bucks just to come down, uh, plus any parts. And if they couldn't fix it, they'd take it back with them. Then you'd have to pay them another 100 bucks. And a lot of times, it would be just a simple fix. And so I made a couple of videos which showed just, you know, take five minutes and your monitor issue could be totally fixed if you try these certain things. Um, so yeah, depending on what the issue is, I personally could fix it. Um, but then there's things that I won't even bother getting into and I'll send it to someone who has the skills and the know-how. Yeah, because I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I wouldn't even know where to start. I probably would break the monitor probably if I cut one cable wrong. I was just like, I, um, I would, I would. If I had that problem, or if I was going for that problem, I'd be like a uh, a movement man. <laughs> if you could kindly slice your way. <laughs> no. Yeah, and then, you know when you're being when you're dealing with arcade cabinets, you got the monitor, power supplies, um, wiring. the The PCB itself could get damaged. So unless you have a real, real passion for real original hardware, it's not exactly the smartest thing to do is, you know, in regards to buying an arcade cabinet. Um, but on the flip side, uh, to this day, I will always recommend the real deal over any um, port, any emulation, anything. Um, yeah. Because I I just enjoy the real stuff. I know that you own. I know we were talking about no, the last time I was talking to you about the slip shot, the, the pool the pool simulating arcade game. But have you? Yeah. Have you ever owned and played its bowling counterpart? Uh no. I wanted to. Um, I had a chance to purchase one, um, but it just got too high. That. I can I find that crazy, man. I mean, like that that was actually legit. I mean, it's probably nowhere near as playing like the real thing, like the real pool, but yeah, it looked like it looked like such a great alternative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was pretty interesting. I understand why they didn't last long in arcades. You know, you'd have uh, teenagers using the pool sticks, you know, trying to you know smack each other, but. The concept itself, I I really liked. I'm pretty sure a lot of people. I'm pretty sure I know it came with sticks and a ball, but let's be honest here. Everyone cheated and just used their hand and threw it under the arcade machine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure no one hardly used the sticks because they wanted to cheat the system. 
Exactly. Um, if you, um, so I know you lived in I know you live in California, but like, and it's always warm half the time there. But um, would you ever want to move somewhere where there is basements in houses so you can, like, you know, have your whole arcade collection in your basement? Um, you know, it, it's hard to say because I I now like to have my everything, my games, like, within the main house. And so a basement, you know, I it would be like a garage. And that was one of the reasons why I got rid of some of my cabinets. Um, it's because the ones in the garage, I just wasn't playing as much as I used to. And so if I have a bunch of them in the basement, that, that might be the same thing. That is true. Did you ever own Tekken? Um, uh, yes, I actually owned, uh, Tekken 3, I believe. That's a good game. Tekken 3 is a really good game. Is it, do you like Tekken or are you more Street Fighter? Uh, I'm more Street Fighter. I like more uh, two-dimensional fighters. Um, 3D fighters, you know, I'll mess around with, but I won't spend too much time on them. Um, does, um, do you, um, I, I know we talked about this last time, but you opened up your own arcade and you wouldn't be a fan of that. But, like, but, like, if, but, like, if you had the chance to open up your own arcade... But you were really strict on the rules, like eighteen plus only or whatever, like like and you had constant cleaning crew or whatever, would you do it? I I'd probably consider it. You know it it would be interesting. I'd I'd probably consider it. Can't say yes for sure, but you know, it would probably cross my mind. Cause I cause I heard cause I heard that um in Tomorrowland at Disney, they have old arcade games there. That's what I heard. <laughs> well, they they used to. Um, it hasn't been that way for ooh, probably. I'd say about eight years. Where they got they got rid of that concept. Yeah, they used to actually have uh, an an old arcade in there. Lots of vintage stuff. Uh, I believe there was even uh, an arcade. It was two story. You could go up an escalator. Um, that that part I'm a little blurry on, but there definitely used to be an arcade there. And then probably about six, seven, maybe eight years ago, the arcade was nothing more than um, some air hockey, a couple cabinets, a couple pinballs. And then I'd say probably about three or four years ago, they completely shut it down. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that was you. If that was still around today, they'd make killer money off of that. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was sad to see it go. I mean, especially of what it was uh, back in the day. That's why they should hire you and be like, "Hey, man, you know your crap," because <laughs> <laughs> you legit, you legitimately know your crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, is there any is there any place around you that you know of that that um that has that's like a retrocade or something where you can go there play pay fifteen dollars and it's free play all day on old arcade games? 
Uh, around here, not that I know of. I'm sure some somewhere one does exist. I just haven't found it. We have two of them here in my hometown. <laughs> well, not in not where not in my hometown, like where I live, but it, like in towns surrounding mine. <laughs> it's it's really cool. And if you have the chance to ever come to Chicago, go to one of them, or if you can, both of them. <laughs> It's... Yeah, I would definitely give it a shot. Yeah. Um, the one's called the Underground Retro K, and that's in the town of, I think, West Dundee? I think it's West Dundee. East or West? I think it's West Dundee. And it's really, it's really, really fun. That's the one I go to the most because that's the one closer to my house. And it's two stories, and they have... They have every arcade game you can possibly think of. You know, Space Invaders, Galaga, Pac-Man, Track and Field, Jungle King, um, Pinball, Donkey Kong. You name it, they probably have it. <laughs> nice. They have tech. They have tech in there. They have Karate Champ. I can go on and on. They have Neo Geo. <laughs> The first time, no, did I ever tell you about my experience when I ever, when I first, when I first touched a Neo Geo for the first time ever in my life? Uh, I don't think so. Oh boy, this is, this was fun. So, I went to the Galpin Ghost Arcade, which is the other one that's by my house, but that one's farther away. Um, it's the biggest retro arcade in the country, and people from around the world go there. Like, seriously, that's what the owner told me. And, yeah. And it's huge. And at this arcade, when I went there for the very first time, first thing, my mind was blown, obviously, because I was so, I was like, oh my god, this is this. <laughs> and two, in the very back, I see a Neo Geo in person for the first time ever in my life. I have never seen a Neo Geo cabinet ever in life in person in front of me until that very day. And when I saw it, I did I just had I I was just like, can I touch it? <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited, man. <laughs> and and then at, then after I touched it, I played it obviously, and it was fantastic. And I loved that thing. If I had the money, I would own one myself. <laughs> um. But um, what's your thoughts on like, like? on racing games like cruising USA and all that stuff that don't have a seat but you stand up and the pedal is on the floor but you stand up and you play I personally don't care for those um, it, it just doesn't feel natural uh, if I'm going to get a racer or a player racer it has to be one where you can sit down but, uh, just allows you to be more you know in tune with the game yeah that and a kit I mean that's one that's that's the best way to do it. But you know, if you were still collecting arcade machines and you wanted a racer and you wanted to save space, that's probably been the best way. <laughs> that is true. Um, do you um do you do you have any plans to like um to like just make a whole pinball thing in your house now since now pinballs become your thing. Well, uh, I'm hoping to get at least one more pinball machine. Um, don't know if I'm going to be able to. Um, and then just, you know, go from there. But 
if I ever do find some good deals on arcade cabinets again, um, you know, I wouldn't mind getting one or two more, you know, keep as an actual um, solo cab or something. But like I said, prices out here are pretty high. And what is available cheap is just beyond repair. Have um, do you get rid of that uh, that jukebox you had? Yeah, we actually uh, started to break down, so we got rid of that thing. I uh, didn't want to invest anything in regards to uh, getting it fixed, so that went off to someone who uh, you know found it a good home, and uh, they 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 had the the know how to get it up and running again. Do you um? Did you get a new jukebox, or do you not have one right now? Uh, I don't have one right now. Uh, I am on the lookout for one uh, if anything comes up. But again, it just all depends. What do you think about these? No, because uh, I got to tell you this one because I found this at FYE. But at FYE, um, I think they saw it all of them. But um, they sell this really cool one. It looks like an old jukebox with the lights on it and everything. But, you know, it has Bluetooth integrated in it and it has all this stuff integrated in it. But like it's it's like I think it's like really big and it has Bluetooth on it and it's like really cool. Are you more into the into the classic jukebox or into something like that? Uh, I personally prefer the old classic ones. Um, you know, I like uh, being able to see it. You know, load the actual CD or if you go really old school, you know, the record mm-hmm. um, just adds to the nostalgia. But you know, I, I really don't have any anything against the newer stuff either. But if I was to get another uh, jukebox, I'd probably again go for one that played actual CDs. The downside is having to get a bunch of CDs again. Wait, did, wait, did you did you give them all your CDs in it along with it? I gave them a good chunk just because I was going to um, um, had no use for them. And if I get something new, I'd probably update uh, the, the songs that were in there, the, the CDs themselves. Oh, what you, what is if you had like five of your gun CDs in there? You're gonna you're gonna be like, oh no, I gotta collect all my guns again. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be too hard if if needed. But you know, it's been a while now, so who knows? No, no, you you had to give up. No, 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 no. It's like I gave them to the Mister Brownstone. <laughs> Because he won't leave me alone. <laughs> I had to do that. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, oh, man. Um, uh, what, what do you like most about California? Besides Disney, what do you like about California the most? Uh, probably that's so close that you can go anywhere for entertainment. Uh, you know, Disney, the beach, Hollywood, Beverly Hills, San Diego. <laughs> um, you know, if you're in Southern California, that's, it's really not too hard to find something to do. Well, I mean, with everything so expensive and the prices charging you so much, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they're like, yeah, we'll do this. It's not too hard to start a business here. We can just take everyone's money, you know, can. <laughs> not trying, not trying to get heat from the California Repub- from the California government. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty sure you know like that's just like one of the driving points is that they can just take money from people because you know California everyone loves it it's hot here all the time and <laughs> I bet you never seen snow in your life I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, if I did, it was probably when I was a child. Yeah, I, I, like that's the thing about Christmas about over there. How do you guys celebrate Christmas without any snow? It's like you get a green Christmas every year. <laughs> That is true. So I'm pretty sure when you guys were listening to Christmas music, they're like, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. And then you're like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not going to see too much snow over here. Oh, you want to talk about not seeing too much snow? Look at, you should look out. If it was daylight right now at my house right now, and you would see out my window, you would be, you would be like, how are you surviving? <laughs> Wow. There's a lot of snow outside right now. Because <laughs> we, cause we, we, we went through like this, not like a giant snowstorm, but we went through like this whole giant snowfall this past couple of days and everyone was freaking out and like, it been like, it's going to snow so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was crazy, dude. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> um, so, so I mean like, um, do, uh, do do you upload do you upload a um a house tour every single year on your YouTube channel or is it just like if anything if nothing changes I'll, I don't need to do one. Uh, I think I've done one every year for the last four or five years, um, because I think uh something will change, but I guess if there was absolutely no change whatsoever, then it probably uh, I'd probably go ahead and skip it. Well, I mean, you can still do it for, like, the new followers or the new, or whatever. Unless you link them to the old one and be like, here's the old one, nothing changed, here you go. That's true. <laughs> um, to, um, no, when I was watching, when I was watching, no, when I was watching your video, you, you said, no, you said that you, like, when your kids made something for you guys that you had in your house when they were in high school, and I was like, holy crap, I thought you were, like, I thought you, I, uh, I thought your kids were like when I was watching your videos like a long time ago. I thought your kids were like really little, and <laughs> and now you're saying they they made something for you when they when they were in high school, and now they have kids coming on the way. I was like, holy crap! I was just like, I thought they they, they grew fast. <laughs> yeah, time flies. <laughs> I mean, like, but you know, being a, you know you know how it is being a parent. I mean, when you're when you were were you were you collecting these things when you when you had the kids when you had your kids living at home. Um, yeah, yeah, actually, uh, was. Wait, were you, were you, did you have to be the parent to be like, don't touch, so you don't ruin it, or whatever, or, or were they always polite and careful with your machines? Yeah, they, they pretty much knew better. They, they knew what they can and cannot, uh, touch and what they couldn't mess with. Um, so it really wasn't an issue. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that you got, you got, um, your kids slash kids, because I'm not gonna, I don't want to assume how many kids you had, but like, um, but um, I'm pretty sure, um, your kids knew that, um, that, that, uh, that, no, it wasn't they knew it. Um, I'm pretty sure you got them interested in the hobby just a little bit, maybe. Uh, they probably had a little curiosity as far as, you know, you know, why I was fixing something or, you know, why I would bother to waste, you know, 
waste time fixing something you know what made it what made me want to you know build a cabinet or buy a cabinet um so there was probably some little interest did they um when um so like what so now that they're older now then and they uh and they and when they come over to the house are, are did they ever go like why do you have why do you have all these pinball machines are they like that's pretty cool uh, they, they actually like it. They they like the pinball stuff more than the arcade stuff. Well, I mean, pinball. When you really think about it, pinball, is one that everyone can get behind because like because because like you know it's been around for it's been around forever, and pe- and like anyone of any age can just get behind it because there's one because there's a there's a pinball machine out there for anyone because there's there's ones based off you know. Everything: Dungeons and Dragons, cartoons, TV shows, bands—you name it, it probably exists. Yeah, and then pinball. Pinball is the one form of entertainment where you can play it. You don't need to be good at it whatsoever, and you're still gonna have fun. Whereas a Street Fighter cabinet, you can play it. You're not good at it. You're gonna get mad and angry and never want to play it again. Pinball has kind of been the same category as like baseball as a national pastime almost. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, are you a sports guy? Uh, not really too much. Oh, because I was gonna, I was gonna, t- I was gonna ask you about the XFL, man. You know that came back. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Um, the I'm not from Seattle, but the Seattle Dragons are my team because Chicago doesn't have a team, so Seattle Dragons go. <laughs> and I think they actually won today. They lost. They lost last week. But I think they actually won this week. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They um. They win. <laughs> yeah, fourteen to nine. Fourteen to nine. No, it's, uh, seventeen to nine. Yeah, seventeen to nine. The Dragons won this week. Yeah. My team wins. <laughs> But um, but yeah, no, I was gonna talk to you about, it, but obviously you're not really a big fan of it. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm not even a big fan of football. But I thought this XFL thing was unique. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, maybe it'll last more than one season. Yeah, yeah, like the first, like the first one. The first one only lasted one season, and it sucked so hard. <laughs> but the original one at least had a Chicago team. It just, oh man, that no, it just sucks. <laughs> um, what um, what what do you have like a secondary hobby outside the arcade stuff that you have outside Disney, like outside the Disney and the arcade stuff? Do you have anything else that you're hot that you hobby it into? That's really about it. Just those two items. That's it. Yeah, just arcades and Disney. Well, I mean, they're both they're both pretty expensive hobbies in the first place. So, yeah, that is true. Because one, you gotta pay lots of money to repair and enjoy, and the other one is a lot of money for season passes and the food. Exactly. <laughs> and so your wall's gonna be saying, "It's a small world after all. It's a small world." <laughs> That's your wallet singing right there after all your hobbies are <laughs> taking its course. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's 
because it's my small rock. Shut up, wallet. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I mean, but like, I just found you as like, when I first started watching your stuff, man, I think I thought you're like, you just had all this unique stuff and it was like really, really cool. And like I said, I've been watching you for a few years now and and like it was like you it was like you and then Luke Morse and then like um God who else? Then like Classic Game Room and then like then like uh Adam Korlick and all those guys like I think it really I think it really kind of started with you where it came where it came to me getting an interest in in just like this arcade stuff is it's like a full on deal of like the the insides and the outsides and how they worked and how great they were and I really think that was because of you I think I, I, if I remember yeah yeah that's uh you know one of the things I wanted to show when I started out because you know if you were considering getting into the hobby at that time there really wasn't anything around for you to to rely on and so I any experiences I had, I wanted to relay to whoever might be potentially interested in the hobby. And, you know, from there, it just went on and on. Yeah, because um, at one point, I was interested in getting the hobby. If I, But then I figured out it cost millions, almost, to, to just get a cab and just to even be generally interested in him doing it. And and so I was like, oh man, I, I do not have the money or the time to do any of this. <laughs> but but then that's when like, you know, these old school arcades start popping up and and like you, you can you can go places to play this stuff and you didn't have to buy them and I was just like I was like, I could deal with this. I could deal with this. Um but but like you know, if you go to a modern arcade like a round one or a uh, or some or something modern, I mean like yeah, there's not going to be cruising USA or cruising World or or any right. any of this old stuff there. But but if you're lucky, if you like go to like a bowling alley or something, you'll find like a cruising or something. But that's yeah. Bowling alleys are the ones that may that they, they bowling alleys may have small arcades, but they but they have a mixture of something of every type. I feel. Yeah, yeah, that that's pretty true. Do you um? Do you consider yourself good at bowling? Uh, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And when it comes to bowling, I'll stick to uh, the arcade bowlings. Yeah, the arcade, the the, the the digital bowling. Yeah. <laughs> I actually figured out in real life and in game, well, it's because of in-game how I know it in real life, but I know how to get a strike every single time. Do you know how? Uh, Nope, that I don't. Well, here, let me give you a tip for the next time you play an arcade bowler then. Um, <laughs> you know how, uh, do you know how in the bowling alley... There's those arrows in the middle there that like that yeah. that point towards the towards the pins. You know what I'm talking about, right? 
So, if you want to strike every single time, I know this for a fact because I've done it like three or four times at this point, and it works every time. But um, you got you got to roll the ball in between the very top arrow and the right arrow, like the like the right arrow right next to the very top one. If you roll your ball right in between, like literally right between those arrows, straight down, you'll get you'll get a strike every single time. Interesting. I um I don't know if you gotta curve it or anything from that point, but I know if you just go straight down that way, you'll get a strike every single time. Let me try that out. Yeah, yeah, try it out, and if you do it like, I know it works the first time, but after you do it the first time, and then after you do it a couple of times afterwards, get back to me, and you'll be like, Steven, I knew you, I I knew that you were right, and I'll be like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to brag, but I'm just saying I just know my crap. <laughs> um, uh, um, I, I always wondered, do you have anything you want to ask me? I mean, I mean, because like, you know, I always asked you stuff and I always liked your channel. I didn't know if you want to ask me anything. Hey, you always wonder about me now that I, you know who I am and my YouTube and all that. Right now, no. <laughs> I'm a. I could probably come up with something, just not right off the top of my head. <laughs> no, it's fine. If you want to know, I mean, you know, um, my my YouTube, my YouTube channel. I mean, you know, obviously, I don't have any like arcade stuff or anything on there, but um. But, like, I have, like, a lot of, like, you know, Guitar Hero stuff, because I used because I play Guitar Hero all the time, and I used to videotape it all the time. I can't do that anymore, because I my situation doesn't want to apply to that anymore. But, um, excuse me, um, but, but, like, I just have a bunch of random crap on my YouTube <laughs> channel, and it doesn't make any sense, almost. <laughs> um... But uh, but like I'm 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 pretty proud of my content though. I mean, some of it may be really shabby and crappy, but um, but I'm really proud of my content. I really think so. Yeah. Well, there you go. My um my most highest videos though are uh, are are when I reviewed a jukebox, like a juice box, which is the old, which is an old media player that was around back in like the early two thousands. And basically it was, um, the cartridge counterparts of the video. Now, <laughs> if you remember, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It was a cartridge. It was the cartridge counterparts of the video now. And I've reviewed it on my YouTube channel and it got me, it got me like 1.5 K views, I think. <laughs> but but like but like the lighting was wrong my 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 voice was so bad i got to, no the comments i got on that video were like like we can't see like like we can't see what you're reviewing and one person complained about how i no one person complained about how they can't hear what i was saying and another one and another one complained about how there wasn't enough light <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then my second, and then my second um, most popular video is when I reviewed um, 
these uh, Fairly Odd Parents books that I used to have that I don't have anymore. But um, but like they were like these old like they were basically episodes put in book form, and yeah. and I um and I reviewed them and supposedly that got me a lot of views. <laughs> I. And I was thinking maybe I should turn my channel into a retro review channel because people, this seems to be giving me the views. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I also did one on Neo Geo X, you know, that crappy portable one that they made that no one liked? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 did a, I did a video on that, and that got me a lot of views. <laughs> yeah. I had people asking, I had people commenting on it saying, like, can you talk, like, no, they were not asking me to talk about more, but they were like, they were like, I gotta pick this week. Like, there was actually legit comments of people interested in it on my video. <laughs> I was just like, holy crap! And from, I don't know why I haven't decided to turn retro review at this point. I haven't done it since, but I should. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, here comes my next video. Uh, no, here comes my next video. It's gonna be like. Like yeah, today I'm, re I'm reviewing Moomer's channel. I'm totally, I'm totally, I'm totally, I'm totally gonna, I'm totally just gonna talk about his uh, cabinets and and uh, and rat and, and totally, and totally uh, trash on his couches because I can. <laughs> mm. Well, I think uh, this episode is gonna have to come to an end. I got some uh, business I need to take care of. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry, man. <laughs> no, sorry if I've been keeping you, man. We've been going for an hour twenty nine. I'm sorry about that. No biggie, but uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun catching up with you, man. It's been it's really been a good one, you you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, maybe do this again sometime. Yeah, I don't mind going for a three for a three time. I mean, it'd be so awesome if we could do it in person the next time, but I don't know when that will be. But that would be really cool. Um. Hey, you never know. So yeah, um, let me advertise my stuff, and I'll let you have tears yours. Um. Thank you everyone for listening to episode, what number did I say again? 87. 80. 87. Yeah. Episode 87 of Cyber Bite. Wow. 87 episodes. That's amazing. But um, you can follow me on Twitter at NostalgiaVamp. Follow me on Facebook at Cyber Bite. Buy my merchandise at Redbubble.com under Crash Steven Gear. Or even you know that the spork is most powerful of them all. This guy Moomer doesn't have what doesn't doesn't know or weld the power of a spork on his t-shirt yet, but soon enough he probably will. <laughs> now uh tell people tell people where they can uh find you and all your stuff. <laughs> well, for those who are interested, you can find me on uh, Instagram and YouTube, uh both under Moomer One. That's about all you're going to find me under. Um, watch it, view it, subscribe. If you don't like it, I really don't care. What's your next, uh, what's your next video? Uh, let's see. Probably gonna, I think my next video is going to be on uh, possibly an arcade super gun. Is that, is that the name of the game? Uh, no, but uh, for those of you who know, actually know what it is, uh, you'll be surprised, and for those of you who don't know what it is, uh, you're going to find it uh, pretty interesting. Do you, do you yeah, think, that, that should come out in a couple weeks or so. Do you think for a special Cyber Time Bite request, you can do 
you can like do a re- do a review or something on like I don't know like uh like on like something golden tea related if you could. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely do something on that. Yeah, like, but uh, maybe it might be in the future. Yeah. So so yeah. Um, thank you everyone for listening to the podcast. And uh, from me and from the guest here, I hope all of you have a great day. Have a nice one.